0: The year 2020 will go down in the history books as one of significant global unwanted change due, of course, to the global coronavirus pandemic. But it has also pushed companies forward in their quest to come to terms with virtual technologies and their cloud policy. Notions of moving to public cloud or staying private or establishing a hybrid solution have been on the table for years at most organizations, but the sudden shift brought about by lockdown threw a whole new wrench into the works, where cloud access. Became immediately more vital. Hello and welcome to the Cloud Tweaks podcast, where we look at developments and stories dealing with cloud, cybersecurity, the Internet of Things, AI, and other areas of business tech. I'm your host, Steve Prentice. Today it is my pleasure to chat with Cash Sheik, who is the new CEO of Vertana, a company that specializes in helping organizations get comfortable with all aspects of cloud migration. Vertana's client list is a who's who of recognizable brands, including Boeing, Geico, Apple, Costco, PayPal, and Hyundai. And Cash himself comes to Vertana after having spent many years as an executive at Dell. He is here today to talk about the impact of 2020, the state of cloud migration in the minds of decision makers, and his advice and outlook for 2021. He sits down with me, virtually of course, right after this very short note from our series sponsor. The Cloud Tweaks podcast is brought to you by ISC Squared, the world's largest nonprofit association of certified cybersecurity professionals. The ISC Squared membership of more than 150,000 is made up of certified cyber, information, software, and infrastructure security professionals who are making a difference in helping to advance the industry. ISC Squared offers a portfolio of credentials that are part of a holistic, programmatic approach to cybersecurity. Visit Squared—that's that's I-S-C and the number two, dot org to continue your journey and get certified today. Cash, welcome to the Cloud Tweaks podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, Steve.
0: You were in your first 100 days at the helm of Vertana. What is that like? What are the primary action items for you at this time?
1: Good question, Steve. Uh, first and foremost, my goal in general is to listen and learn. Listen to our employees, what motivates them, what drives them, what is helping them, and what are some of the challenges that they have that I may be able to help address. Similar uh, listening and learning with our partners, because partners are very critical to our success. Uh, We work with a variety of partners, channel partners, technology partners, and what have you. My goal will be to listen and learn from our partners and what are some of the things that we can improve to make it easier for our partner to solve our customers' challenges. And last but not least, our customers, which are the most important for us to serve, we want to make sure that I understand their challenges, their concerns, their business problems more than anything else, even if we provide the technology to enable their digital transformation they have a challenge somewhere that they are trying to solve. And as much as I can understand those challenges and uh, what are some of the things they appreciate about our solution to drive the uh, business as well as digital transformation, would be the goal. Now, I was in the similar space in my previous role at Dell and other companies, similar segment of the customers, similar industries. So I have seen the trends, the challenges and opportunities. But as much as you know about the industry and the space, it's always a good idea to learn more about the specific of the company and not make assumptions. Even if you have high level ideas and strategy, the goal will be to test those ideas as I talk to the employees and the partners and the customers to make sure it is aligned with this specific segment as well as this Company of ours, so that we can help our employees in the process, and partners, and the customers.
0: Obviously, this year has been something of an anomaly that no one could really plan for. But in terms of companies and their cloud migration plans, what have you seen in terms of new challenges or changes brought about in 2020?
1: Yeah, this was a very unique time and unprecedented. And is an overused word, but it, you know, unprecedented times, 2020 especially at the beginning of the year when the pandemic started uh, February and March timeframe, a lot of unknowns, right? We didn't go through a situation like this in our lifetime probably a hundred years ago, 1918, uh, Spanish flu. But in general, the entire world was learning and adapting to the challenges created by COVID-19. Interestingly, as a result of this pandemic, there were things that were getting impacted negatively and at the same time, there were things that were getting impacted positively in terms of what things were getting embraced by consumers and customers. And uh, if you take take a step back and look at the challenges that were created by COVID-19, social distancing or physical distancing was really a mechanism to protect our health and safety, even though it was meant to protect Uh, the safety for the right reasons, right? I mean, you have to have the health to be able to do anything, the business or whatever you were focused on. But those uh, requirements drove some trends in a way that they got accelerated. For example, anything that requires less human touch had an advantage. So more digital touch points, less human touch, whether it is in the consumer space, right? I mean, obviously the malls were closed, Uh, But you still needed, you know, your clothing. So your option was all of us were shopping online. And even if online shopping was a trend with uh, Amazon and others, the whole trend got accelerated because of the requirement of the safety. And some of the similar trends we saw in the business to business space as well, not just business to consumers around even if, let's say the companies that were selling either consumer electronics or mission critical enterprise data center infrastructure or cloud infrastructure, anything that was available with less human touch had an advantage. For example, you know, you can buy electronics or laptop or any of the things that were available online. Even for enterprise B2B, we saw an increase in our digital e-commerce where customers were embracing the digital purchasing and digital buying Uh, and related trend obviously in the cloud technologies one of the benefit of the public cloud is less human touch again and any type of cloud had uh, an advantage now cloud was gaining traction before coronavirus but as a result of COVID 19 cloud is one of the trends that got accelerated now one of the reasons, obviously, human touch is one of the factors, but there were some usage factors that were driving the need for the backend in the cloud to have more capacity. All of my team was remote for almost the entire year. Our kids are getting educated online as well. So all of the use of this technology was driving the need for the capacity on the backend, which was helping the cloud adoption because of the requirement of, again, less human touch. So it is interesting how the virus created the challenges, but at the same time changed the behavior of human beings in the world, which impacted some of the things in, in a positive way. So those are some of the things that, you know, we all adapted and and we, and we learned how to work with this kind of environment. And some of these may not change, interestingly, right? Because even if it may be, we may have a vaccine and then we may not need to be as much remote all the time, but the companies and people have learned that there is an advantage as well. One of the benefits being, for example, I used to spend 70% of my time traveling because of the global roles in the past, but all that time now is available for me to be spending, especially as a new CEO, more time with employees, more time with the customers, rather than waiting on the airport and being on the flight. So Definitely some advantages and trends that we learned through the challenging year that will help us in some cases improve the quality of life for the communities, as well as make things easy for our customers and businesses.
0: So as a senior leader of a high profile organization, do you anticipate that once we go back to a new normal that most companies will be willing to embrace a new way of doing things in terms of virtual meetings and work from home, for example, or do you feel that most organizations are going to want to go back to how things were or are we on the brink of a new era?
1: Based on what I've heard in the research from, let's say McKinsey or Gartner, and my friends uh, who are in uh, similar roles and and companies. In general, what I've heard and I've been involved in in, uh, some of the discussions is the fact that majority of the companies will not go back to how the things were, uh, let's say a year ago. As we discussed, there are some reasons behind it, right? We all learned as a result of the challenge is that there is a better way of doing things in some cases, right? Maybe we will travel to the customers when it is really needed. Maybe we will travel to meet the employees when it is really needed. So it, it may come back to somewhere in the middle, right? We were on one extreme trying to do everything physical, and then we went to the other extreme of everything virtual. I think it will somewhere in between, um, But the but to answer your question, will it go back to where we were or how we were doing things? The answer is probably not given the things that we have all learned in terms of doing things better.
0: When it comes to cloud migration, what are you observing as the pain points that IT professionals are struggling with, especially when it comes to the public private hybrid question?
1: Obviously the advantage of public cloud is the uh, less human touch and more digital touch. But the reality is our customers had traditional on-premise infrastructure, hardware and software. And then they are adding public cloud and, and cloud-related hardware and software, um, and that is getting accelerated due to the COVID-19, as we discussed. But it is still a hybrid environment. I'm an enterprise customer. I have some application that I'm running. and I have an infrastructure that I have invested in. Even if I want to go to the cloud, I'm not going to throw it away, right? It's an investment protection of, It's working. may not have all the things I need, but it is the right uh, infrastructure for some of my applications, and some applications belong in the cloud. Customers are realizing they are a benefit of the public cloud, but they also realize the reality is it is a hybrid cloud environment or a hybrid environment in general. Then the challenge our customers are facing is the complexity. The complexity around, I understand there is a benefit to go to the cloud. What I hear from our customer is they don't know what is the starting point which application or workload I move to the cloud, which application or workload I keep in in the data center or even in the private cloud. And that is part of the complexity. They need more visibility to what I call know before you go, right? If you don't plan it, then you may not end up where you want it to go and it may create more challenges. So these are some of the challenges our customers are running into How do we provide them uh, the simplicity they need in the complex hybrid environment? Uh, They have multiple tools, as in even if some of these tools may solve some of the problems across public cloud, and private cloud, even with the public cloud, as you know, we have multiple options and most of our customers are using multiple cloud platform, whether it is Google or Amazon or Microsoft. But the bottom line is you combine multiple type of private clouds, you combine multiple technologies, multiple type of clouds. It is very complex. They don't have a single tool to manage it. And it is hindering the digital transformation, because even if companies in general and businesses have realized that they need technology, as we discussed, working remotely and remote education, most of the enterprise have realized advanced technologies are needed and they need to go to uh, advanced technologies such as AI, machine learning, and cloud to solve their problems. But this complexity is hindering the adoption of digital transformation
0: and in your experience are there still silos keeping the various experts and decision makers apart or have you seen more hands-on management coming from the c-suite
1: i think it depends on uh, the type of companies there are companies which are what i call digital natives right they start the business all digital as in that's how they're disrupting their market they're using technologies as a differentiator to disrupt the market. And you know, if you look at Uber and and all these are the examples of how they solve the problem of transportation differently, I think that's one aspect where there is very much awareness that technology is a differentiator and that the management and the entire company is recognizing and realizing and using that as a competitive advantage, in fact, a sustained competitive advantage. Then you have on the other side of the spectrum, larger traditional companies, in general, they have realized that the adoption of advanced technology is the part of the business, and it's not just the job of IT to manage and provide the basic infrastructure. How can they build applications to make it easier for their customers to either buy their products or service their products? And they are learning to be innovative from that perspective, but that's a journey for them. So depending on where the companies are in their spectrum, from digital natives to traditional companies trying to adopt, but increasingly as a result of, as we discussed COVID-19, more and more companies have realized technology is necessary for the business, not just for technology companies and not just for IT within the companies. It is a tool in their toolbox to differentiate the company and and, uh, grow the business and make it easier for their customers.
0: Cybersecurity is a huge and ever-expanding concern, of course, so when you look at the nature of breaches and ransomware attacks that are happening daily, it's obvious that the human element is still a weak point. Phishing scams, social engineering, for example. So how does management view this human element? How do they build it into their secure infrastructure? Is there more awareness of the soft skills like critical thinking that are integral to its success? Are companies adopting a dual mindset that they need?
1: That is definitely a concern the more adoption of the technologies, even as simple as Zoom, right, which we are using right now is making things easier for us, but it is still creating more vulnerabilities for the technologies network. And that is an area that the technology leaders as well as the business leaders that I have talked to are well aware of and are looking at making sure that in in the process of making our employees safe physically that we need to protect uh, the virtual aspect of the safety and, and keep the virtual aspect in mind both for our employees as well as the business right because your ip can be stolen and, and other bad things can happen if we don't have the security cyber security in mind and that more adoption of the technology requires even more Uh, measures to be taken. And security, in my view, cybersecurity is a board level concern. The board has a fiduciary responsibility to make sure the company employees, and the business and IP is protected, but that is becoming an increased challenge for the companies. But to answer your question, definitely top of the mind of the leaders to make sure we use the technologies available to guard against uh, the cyber attacks and vulnerabilities that exist in the network.
0: So what do people need to know about Vertana? What do you bring to the table?
1: Good question, Steve. As we discussed earlier, our customers are challenged with the complexity of the hybrid cloud environment and the hybrid environments they have. And we are focusing on solving those challenges. And this is a difficult challenge and it's a hard challenge. So the way I would describe what we are doing is we are doing the hard work of simplifying the complexity for the hybrid environment and the multi-cloud environment. Um, We have products and solutions available now, and we are working on on, uh, innovative new technologies that we will be able to share soon. Uh, But in general, we are doing the hard job of simplifying the complexity of the hybrid environment. How do we provide solutions to our customers so they know before they go, as in uh, they have the visibility into their environment. Uh, they are making the decision based on the data and the data analytics advanced data, data analytics that we provide in terms of which applications are the right applications to move uh, so they don't have to go back and forth. Uh, we've also heard that the cloud costs become very high for some of the customers because they didn't plan for the right sizing of the workloads from on-premise to the cloud. That is one of the area where, you know, we will provide the tools and solutions for our customers to be able to right-size the workload before they move to the cloud. So simplicity, number one, visibility, and making sure that they are making the right decisions and not running into the unknown challenges with the uh, visibility that we provide.
0: And I believe you are well ensconced with some well-known channel partners as well to make this voyage even safer.
1: The channel partners for Vartana are very, very important. I think we have done a good job of uh, working with the customers through our partners, such as Dell is one of our strategic partners. And in fact, I was at Dell just last month, spent four years there, and that's how I learned about Vartana. So partners are very, very important for uh, Wartana to provide solutions with our partners to be able to scale as well. In fact, in my view, there is an opportunity for Wartana to do even more through our channel partners so we can scale the business. And if you look at uh, the companies that have been successful in similar domains, whether they are Cisco and others, they are all channel first kind of companies. Uh, they built the channel and they uh, worked with the channel to be able to grow the, and scale the business. And I spent four years there as well. So my view is I plan to leverage that experience and and figure out how we can scale the channel at Worthana.
0: So looking forward to 2021, it is a year that promises great change politically as well as in regard to the pandemic. Are you willing to put forth any predictions or advice for the new year in terms of cloud strategy? I have
1: both. Uh, My prediction for 2021, I think the enterprises, the companies will be much more mindful of the employees. So there will be this human factor which will continue because of the environment. And in terms of the technology, we will see more adoption of the cloud. We will continue to see more adoption of the public cloud. But at the same time, for the foreseeable future, it will be a hybrid environment. Because as we discussed while cloud adoption is increasing, there is significant investment in the on-premise infrastructure that will continue. So 2021, still hybrid, public cloud will accelerate, and customers will need solution to simplify the complexity of the infrastructure. For the next five years, I would say not just 2021, I think it will be a similar trend. As a result of COVID-19, public cloud adoption will increase. That doesn't mean customers will just have public clouds. They will have all type of clouds, and we will continue to work with our customers on this journey to the cloud, where they continue to have the hybrid cloud environment and continue to do the hard job of simplifying the complexity of those environments.
0: And what advice would you have for us?
1: Uh, My advice is patience and kindness above all. We all want this virus to go away, right? We are done with this virus. Unfortunately, this virus is not done with us. And it will require continued patience. So my advice, above all, business, technology, or uh, or anything else, above all, as human beings, let's continue to work together and continue to be safe ourselves and keep the safety in mind of the rest of the human beings in our community, of our friends, of our family, our communities, and be kind, be patient.
0: Wise words, the most welcome advice. Cash, this has been such a great pleasure having you join us today in what must be an incredibly busy time for you as you settle into your new position as president and CEO of Vertana. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Clouds Weeks podcast.
1: Thank you, Steve. I really enjoyed our discussion and I appreciate the time. Thank you.
0: You can find out more about Vertana and its services at vertana.com. That's V as in Victor, I R T A N A dot com. Hosting for the Cloud Tweaks podcast comes from ISC Squared and we thank them once again for their ongoing support. To learn about and join the ISC Squared community of cybersecurity leaders, visit ISC2, that's ISC and the number two, .org. And as for us, you can check us out at cloudtweaks.com and follow us on Twitter at CloudTweaks. If your company is looking for some great exposure to thousands of decision makers in the IT, cloud, and related industries worldwide, please get in touch. We can craft a campaign That will help you get noticed through our website, social media, and newsletter channels, all of which enjoy substantial readership. And if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing, leave a review wherever you get your podcasts, and tell just one more person about us. We're always interested in learning what we can do to bring quality cloud news to you. Until next time, I'm Steve Prentiss. Stay safe, and thanks for listening.